Hello, and welcome to KaneCast, a podcast that provides commentary on the economy and financial markets by the Kane Anderson Rudnick Investment Management Team. Hello, this is Ben Falcone, Managing Director with Kane Anderson Rudnick. And with me today, I have Chris Armbruster, Portfolio Manager of Kane Anderson Rudnick's Mid-Cap Sustainable Growth Strategy. Chris, although the equity markets remain positive for the full year, the third quarter was negative, with most U.S. markets down by 3 to 5%. What are your thoughts on third quarter performance for mid-cap growth equities, and how has your portfolio performed during the quarter? The decline in the stock market coincided with a sharp backup in rates on the long end of the curve. The yield on the 10-year Treasury ended the quarter at 4.57%, up from 3.8% at the beginning of July. As we have seen over the last nearly three years, higher rates are no friend to long-duration assets like equities. This is especially true of many growth equities, as their cash flows tend to come even further in the future. It is also important to point out that it seems that some of the pullback in the third quarter of 2023 is a small breather after the blistering first-half advance in many growth equities on optimism over artificial intelligence. The information technology sector, viewed by many as having the most tangible benefit from AI, paced the market by rising 22% in the first quarter and 17% in the second quarter before getting back a modest 5% in the third quarter. On the whole, we are more encouraged than not by the state of the market, especially for growth stocks. After 18 plus months of technology spend optimization, it appears enterprise spending has normalized back to trendline. Innovation has returned with vigor, and the market is reacting in more rational ways, rewarding companies that are beating numbers and punishing those lacking in execution. We believe this type of market lends itself to active management, and more specifically, presents a playing field where premium economics will accrue to those companies with the most differentiated and protectable competitive positions. Chris, can you discuss a few of the portfolio's holdings that were key contributors and detractors to performance this past quarter? The top five contributors to the mid-cap growth portfolio this quarter are functional energy drink maker Celsius Holdings, insurance broker Goosehead Insurance, oil and gas exploration and production company Diamondback Energy, FICO score creator Fair Isaac, and oil field services giant Halliburton. The name we would like to spend a little more time with this quarter is Diamondback Energy. Regular followers of Kane Anderson Rudnick strategies probably aren't used to seeing energy names in our portfolios, let alone those working upstream, finding, developing, and producing the underlying commodities. Historically, this has been due to the capital intensity of the business and very poor capital allocation decisions by management teams. In the past, the market rewarded production growth, so the industry operated with a grow production at all costs mantra. Executives would then pay up for expensive acquisitions during boom times and repurchase shares at high prices when their earnings were inflated by high energy prices. A few years ago, the industry as a whole woke up to the fact that this was a terrible way to run the business over the long term. Management teams went back to the drawing board and focused more on capital-efficient production and less on capital-intense exploration. They instituted shareholder-friendly policies, including generous capital returns in the form of dividends. We believe Diamondback Energy is a notable example of these changes. From 2015 to 2019, the company significantly grew production, averaging 73% per year. During this period, free cash flow was negative as capital expenditures hovered above 70% of revenue. 
Today, production is growing at a much more palatable 6%. CapEx is down to just 30% of revenue, and Diamondback is pacing to generate substantial free cash flow like they did in 2022, promising to return a sizable portion of that free cash flow directly to shareholders in the form of dividends and buybacks. In our view, the company can drive production so efficiently because its assets are located in the sweet spot of the shale formation in the Permian Basin. We view this operating model as sustainable, even at lower oil prices, but we believe it was especially attractive when prices rose as they did during the third quarter of 2023. The bottom five detractors from the mid-cap growth portfolio performance for the quarter were cloud-based human capital management software maker Paycom, ratings agency Equifax, online ad verification provider Double Verify, precision instrument maker Mettler Toledo, and next-generation database maker MongoDB. The detractor we wanted to focus on this quarter is Double Verify. Online advertising is a huge market. Between the open internet, the walled gardens, and connected TV, it is estimated that $650 billion will be spent on digital advertising in 2023. Just like in the physical world, advertisers are focused on getting the best return on that advertising spend. In our view, Double Verify provides that service. Its products offer unbiased third-party ad verification that protects brand identity and maximizes media spend by reducing fraud, measuring viewability, and ensuring ads appear in a brand-safe environment. Many clients view Double Verify's modest per-ad cost as a type of insurance policy. The industry operates mainly as a duopoly between Double Verify and another competitor who have grown to become trusted sources of verification across platforms with data assets that deliver more accurate results. After a significant appreciation in the stock over the first seven months of the year, shares pulled back dramatically over the last two months. First, the overall ad market is a little soft due to concerns over the direction of the broader economy. Additionally, Double Verify's competitor mentioned that their basic brand suitability product seemed to be maturing, opening up the debate around growth going forward. At greater than 50% growth, the product for Double Verify has not shown the same trends. Next, the company tamped down some excitement over the launch of its brand safety and suitability product on Meta. Meta represents a considerable portion of Double Verify's social media channel, and investors were excited about the revenue opportunity for the product. However, Double Verify decided not to charge for it initially while it optimized functionality, believing it was more important for the product to operate effectively before deciding how to monetize it. We still feel good about the company's competitive position and the value of its products to the ad ecosystem, but we recognize that we might need to temporarily endure some headwinds to growth in the near term. Chris, as we move into the final quarter of 2023 and you begin to think about the equity market environment in 2024, can you speak to how your portfolio is positioned relative to your benchmark? From 2017 to 2020, one of the drivers of the mid-cap growth strategy's outperformance was our early recognition of the importance of cloud-based computing and the understanding that the technological shift had the potential to mint sustainably differentiated companies. We believe our ability to identify sources of competitive advantage led us to some solid beneficiaries of IT infrastructure replatforming to the cloud. We believe that we might be staring at a similar setup with the emergence of artificial intelligence. 
One of the best visions that I have read on what AI can become came from Mark Andreessen of Andreessen Horowitz. In a note titled, Why AI Will Save the World, he describes the possibility that AI is an infinitely patient, compassionate, and knowledgeable child tutor, coach, mentor, therapist, scientific collaborator, advisor to CEOs and leaders, with the potential to boost productivity throughout the economy, enable scientific breakthroughs, and usher in a golden age of creative art. If even a fraction of this comes to pass, it will be one of the most important drivers of growth in several different industries, both by increasing productivity and reducing costs, and in driving innovation. Much of what we have seen so far is evolutionary, not revolutionary for business. At Kane Anderson Rudnick, we don't do much macro investing. However, we do study business models and competitive advantages and believe companies successfully wielding AI have the potential to sustainably differentiate themselves from peers. We believe understanding where AI can drive that differentiation could have a significant impact on equity performance for years to come. Chris, thanks for taking the time to provide your insight to our KaneCast listeners. You've just listened to KaneCast. Subscribe to our podcast on iTunes or Spotify. For more of our investing insights, head over to our website, www.kane.com. KaneCast is the official podcast series of Kane Anderson Rudnick Investment Management, CAR. This material is provided as a matter of general information and is not intended to be relied upon as a forecast or research. The opinions expressed herein are those of the speakers and are not necessarily the opinions of CAR or its affiliates, are current as of the date and time of the recording, and are subject to change at any time due to changes in market or economic conditions. The information and opinions contained in this material are derived from proprietary and non-proprietary sources deemed by CAR to be reliable and are not necessarily all-inclusive. CAR does not guarantee the accuracy or completeness of this information. This communication should not be construed as an offer or solicitation to purchase or sell any security. Individuals should consult with a qualified financial professional before making any investment decisions. Reliance upon information in this material is at the sole discretion of the listener. To the extent any performance is discussed, past performance is not indicative of future results.